read this Bible verse. It says, Principles of Separation. I want to remind you that God can always turn a curse into a blessing. Nehemiah 13 says, On that day they read from the book of Moses in the hearing of the people, and in it was found written that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever come into the assembly of God, because they had not met met the children of Israel with bread and water, but hired Balaam against them to curse them. However, our God turned the curse into a blessing. So it was when they had heard the law that they separated all the mixed multitudes from Israel. I want to bless someone with this verse, this uh, message, that God can always turn a curse into a blessing.
Good evening, guys. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. I hope that you're doing well today. It's Saturday. I hope you went out, got some sun, did something festive in the pool or the 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 beach or um, with family and friends. I hope you had a nice burger and some fries or an ice cream cone, something to just enjoy your week. Anyway, so we've been doing the series perversion. This series has been taking a long time. This is the longest series I've ever done um, because I have to seek the Lord in what he wants to talk about next concerning this series. And so we've been talking about deliverance from pornography, masturbation, and fornication. I did part one, um, and this is part two. And this part two is going to have deliverance part of it. Uh, today, I was reminded uh, from my Facebook, a, a, a post that I, I posted um, last year, this, this day. And I was doing, I was talking on a Clubhouse. It was a platform and we were all talking and um, giving revelation about the Word of God, preaching, teaching. We were all taking turns, and then the Lord revealed to me about a certain woman that was on Clubhouse, and um, I pulled her up, and then um, I was talking to her, and I started to actually prophesy to her, and the Lord told me to tell her to read Psalms 23. She was going through some torment uh, that was happening in her house, happening in her life. And the Lord told me to tell her, you know, the Lord told me not do not cast out any spirit. Just tell her to read Psalms 23. She had depression and she had some torment in spirit. And I'm revealing what she had because I want you to know that the word of God always, always changes a person. So when this lady was reading the word, you know, when she started to read Psalms 23, she started to like cough a little bit. She, it was like something was trying to stop her from reading it. And I told her, no, keep reading it. Read it louder, louder. And the more she read it louder, the more she started to cough. And she coughed so much. That was deliverance happening just by her reading the word out loud. And so I want to tell you that when all else fails, when you've gone to, and I'm not saying that don't go to, you know, people for them to cast out demons. There are some demons that you need your hands to be laid on. Like Leviathan, you, you, Leviathan is a spirit that you need, you, need, you, you need hands laid on you. You need generals in the spirit to command that spirit out of you. 
But one thing I always know is this, is that the word of God is powerful. It's a two-edged sword for a reason. This woman was tormented on all she had to do was open her word and just read the word of God. Sometimes, it, you know, if you're going through certain things in deliverance, maybe you've gone to the pastor, you've gone to the deliverance teacher and, you know, deliverance minister, and you've gone to the apostle and the prophet and everybody, and still this thing is not leaving. This is, majority of the time, it's two things. Either God wants it there to teach you something to humble you or to do something in your life sometimes god allows i'm not saying that god allows demons inside of you but sometimes he allows um certain um certain trials okay to stay for him to um humble you or to to teach you something okay like paul said paul said that he had a thorn Okay, he had a thorn. It didn't, it didn't really specify the thorn, what, what kind of thorn he had. He made, you know, it didn't say he had a lust thorn or, you know, a gluttony thorn or, or you know, whatever, depression thorn or anxiety. We don't know what kind of thorn he had. But he said that the thorn was there to keep him a base, okay? And so he will boast in his weakness so that God is exalted, so that, the, so that Jesus Christ can help him to be who he is. And I'm paraphrasing. But I want you to know that the word of God is really powerful. It's powerful. I have seen the word of God be so much powerful that nothing that somebody does or says can over 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 overshadow or or be better than the word of god you can literally release the word of god and you can get deliverance you know it says in the word he says and he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness therefore most gladly i would rather boast in my infirmities than the, that I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. There are times that you have certain infirmities because sometimes God has it there for a reason. And the opportune time comes, he will remove it. And you can pray, 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 go to deliverance, and sometimes it will not leave. Not that God doesn't want to um, help you be, be, be whole, but sometimes God does that. Okay. Sometimes he does that because he will never put more on you than you can bear. Okay. And one thing is this, the second time that the second reason why what you are praying about is not leaving is because you have not repented in your heart. I will tell you this in my own personal life, when I repented, that's when this thing, the thing that I had, the thing that I was dealing with, lifted off of me. Because I rep repentance is so important to the Lord. You can pray fast. 
jump up and down, do the shouts, all of that. But if you don't repent, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. Repentance, there's, there's a difference between repentance and forgiveness. Repentance is you turning away from what it is that you did and doing something better. Doing something that will not cause you to sin. And forgiveness is asking to be severed from that thing that you did. Okay? And so many people think that when they just cast out a spirit. First of all, no deliverance person will ever cast out a spirit without you repenting, renouncing. Okay? Because that's the legal right for the enemy. That's why the enemy doesn't want you to know that pornography is a sin. That's why the enemy, you know, have all these movies with sex and soft porn and, and all these movies and things out there like, oh, it's okay. You know, and even like in college dorms, the enemy has condoms there. Why? Because it wants you to fall into temptation. It wants you to fall into sin so that... It has legal rights. So that it has legal rights. And the moment you take that legal right away from the enemy, he has no more rights. That's why the enemy is fighting you so much to repent. And I will say this, that's why people who deal with homosexuality, they cannot repent. They have a hard time denouncing that spirit. That's why they get angry at you when you, when you make a comment about the fact that homosexuality is wrong or, you know, why can't you love everybody? Love is love. No, 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 no. Love is not love. Love between a man and a woman is love. Anything else is not love. And that's why that spirit, that spirit is angry. Even when you look in the book of Genesis, when you look about, you know, when um, the angels came and visit Lot's house, those spirit got angry when Lot's, Addressed them and said, hey, you know, he has virgins. He, ha- he has daughters. But they didn't want their daughters. They wanted the men that came there that were angels. And when Lot was angry and, well, well, he wasn't angry. But when Lot, you know, stood up and said, hey, no. What did they say? He said, you can't. They said, Lot came to the town. And now Lot is trying to be a judge over them. And so they will deal harshly with Lot than with anyone else. So that's why that spirit doesn't want any demon that doesn't want you to recognize that. Any spirit that doesn't want you to recognize that you are in sin is a spirit that you need not just yourself to go through deliverance, but you need somebody else to help you. That's why people who have the spirit of Leviathan, which is the spirit of pride, cannot know, cannot identify that they have it unless the Holy Spirit tells them or somebody else tells them. Because people who are prideful, they don't see them their own prideful ways. Okay, so sometimes you cannot get deliverance because you've not repented. You've not seen that it's a sin. You've not seen that sleeping with the married man is a sin. You've not seen that sleeping with your your boyfriend, if you're a girl, 
or sleeping with your your girlfriend if you're a guy is a sin or you've not even seen that homosexuality is a sin you've not the enemy has clouded your eyes you've not even seen that masturbation some people oh my god some people say that masturbation is okay like if you go to your doctor right now and you tell your doctor you're masturbating your doctor will say oh it's okay because you are experimenting with your body no it's not okay god did not create you to pleasure yourself if he did he would have given you he would have not made adam he would have, he would have not made eve he said the two what will, will, will be fruitful and multiply adam didn't multiply by himself no and so you have to come to that point of repentance i hope that you were able to listen to last week um what i talked about i talked about different steps to get free but before i always talk about how to get free the steps i always go into the word of god and i lay out what you're doing that's wrong because i what when i when i do that is because i want you to feel the repentance the the the, the conviction that you've been neglecting the Holy Spirit for, you know, the, the repentance that the Holy Spirit is trying to give to you that you've been neglecting. Because it's hard for people to receive deliverance when they're not in repentance. And so when I teach and when I share the Bible verse, it's because I'm trying to set an, an, an atmosphere of repentance, an atmosphere of of woe, woe is me, for I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. I want you to get the revelation, just as even Isaiah the prophet got that revelation. Even myself, there are things that I said, oh, woe is me, for I'm undone. I tell the Lord that. Even people who are generals, pastors on, on, on billboards and on, on platforms, they still tell the Lord, on occasion, occasionally, they tell the Lord, Woe is me, for I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among the people of unclean lips. They are able to recognize that. They're able to identify that, that there is something that is not right in them. Because nobody has arrived. I have not arrived. There's still things that God is working in me. And so I want you to know that if you're struggling with um, pornography and masturbation and and fornication and lust and perversion that just like everybody else you know your sin might not be somebody else's sin or your generational curse might not be somebody else's generational curse but know that everybody's going through a process okay and i will say this lust majority i would say 90 percent of the time it's a generational curse it's something that's passed on from generation to generation that's why sometimes it's hard because you have to break some generational things that was done by your forefathers and so today we're going to go through deliverance okay last time i talked about how you have to set in stone this message is going to be short you have to set in stone what does meaning what does it mean to set in stone you, you have to make up your mind. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. 
And also, and also the, the Bible says that, um, you know, you should not put your hand to the plow and look back. Because then you become unfit for what God is, do, is trying to do in your life. And so when you make up your mind, like all the things I talked about last time, about changing your schedule, about praying, about worshiping, about, you know, removing certain uh, things from your, your, your life, like, you know, um, what you listen to, what you, certain things you watch, certain things you, you wear, okay, go back to part one and listen to it. I gave you really key things, and, and majority of the time when I'm, I'm talking and teaching, God is giving me revelations that I did not add to my, my teaching, and as I'm talking, he's giving, he's giving me new things to add to it. And so some of the things I said, I don't remember because it was inspiration from God, from the Holy Spirit. And so today I want to talk to you about setting in stone. And what setting in stone means is that your fear of God is high. Sometimes we live in sin and we dwell in sin and we entertain sin because we don't fear God. Because our fear of God Our fear of God should never be like a mustard seed. Our fear of God should be bigger than a mustard seed. Our fear of God should be as big as we are. Because when you don't fear God, you are okay with sin. But when you fear him, and I'm not saying that being afraid of him, no. It says fear God and turn from sin. Being fearful of God is reverence in him, is honoring him, is being at a state of, you are the master of my, like how you, like being, being at a state of, you are the master of my life. Like how children, they have a, a fear of their, their, um, their parents, but it's not like, you know, they're afraid of their parents. You know, a, a, a mother or a father would just give you a look. And just that look alone would be like, oh my gosh. But sometimes their kids, when the parent give them the look, they still keep on doing what they're doing because they don't have the fear in them anymore. It's a fear of honor. It says in the word of God, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And so sometimes you have to ask yourself, the reason why you're not being delivered from the spirit of lust and fornication and sex, premarital sex and, and um, masturbation and um, pornography is because you don't fear God. Your fear of God has been tainted, has been limited. Because if you truly fear God, you will want to do right. You would. No sin will ever overtake you that God will not give you a way out. No sin will ever overtake you. He will always give you a way out before he, he surrender you to it. And when I mean he surrender you to it, there's a Bible verse where God will give you over to your desires that are not of him because he's tried and tried. There is that, that stage that God would do that. But if, if there's an inkling of desire to want to be free, that conviction still sets in, 
That means that you still are connected to God. He never leaves. The Holy Spirit never leaves, but you leave. But if you still feel guilty after you have sex or masturbate or uh, fornicate or watch porn, that means you 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 hear the Holy Spirit. You just you you're just not obeying. And so then you have to ask God to help you obey. So setting in stone is putting your fear of God on a level that is higher than what it is now. How do you fear God more? You fear God more by reading his word. You fear God more by reading his word. Places in the word of God where you see the fear of God in men rise up. You can read about Daniel. Daniel feared God. He did not eat the delicacies of the king. He did not eat the things that was given to him. He said, no, he's not going to bow down to the idols. That was a fear of God. You can learn from that. There is impartation that happens when you read the word of God. Like I told you guys, I got delivered from just God telling me to read Nehemiah. And I got delivered because I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, how, like, how do I go about this? I don't, I, I just want to make sure that my mind is on the right path concerning this thing. And when I read it, I had that, whoa, that aha moment, that like, oh my gosh, my thinking changed. That's the power of the word of God. It renews you. It says what? Set your mind on things above, not on things of this, uh, not, not on things of this world. The word of God, you know, renewing of your, your mind, right? The renewing of your mind is the word of God in you. Meditate on the word of God to renew your mind. And so you have to read the word of God. Look at Daniel. He feared God. Look at um, Joshua. Look at David. He feared God. Well, to the point where I would not say he feared God when he, he encountered Bathsheba. But you know, Nathan the prophet came and put some fear in him. And some of you, that's what you need. You need Nathan the prophet to come and put some fear in you. Okay? Ask God, who in the word of God can you read about who feared God? Like Job feared God. He did not curse the Lord and die like his wife told him to. And then read about the consequences of what happens when you don't fear God. Ananias and Sapphira, they did not fear God. They lied to the apostle about the management of the money. And what, did, what happened? They died. They died right there. And so that, that put a fear in everybody. So you got to go back in the word of God and read about the fear of God. And that will cultivate your, your heart to fear God. Because sometimes that is what you're missing so that you can be free. You need that warning from the Lord. And I believe this is the warning. That the more you indulge in pornography, the more you indulge in um, masturbation, the more you indulge in fornication and premarital, premarital sex and even homosexuality, God 
God want to give you the promises that he's, he said to you. But he's not going to pour new wine into old wine skin. He's not going to, he, he's not going to do that. People always say, oh, you know, I can be sinful and God can use me. Yeah, he can use you. But guess what? He's not going to put you with all your sin on stage and embarrass him. He's not going to do that. Many people who started off, started off in sin, okay? Even myself. I was not completely, you know, per, like um, righteous when I started, I started off in ministry. Even um, Heather Lindsay too, like, talked about it. She, had, she was sleeping with her boyfriend. And then the Lord told her she needs to stop doing that. Consecrate herself. And she's very verbal about that. And even um, Joyce Myers, she was smoking cigarettes in short shorts while she was teaching Bible, Bible study. She had cigarettes. She had a, a, a uh, um, cigarette in her hand, smoking and teaching the word of God at the same time. She looked back now and she's like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe I did that. But God was still using her because God saw her heart and her mind that she did want to change. That there's something there that he can work with. God did not put her with her cigarettes and her short shorts on big platforms. You've never seen her in those outfits and in, in smoking on the platform. Because she was not ready then. But she was being used. But she was being cultivated and changed and renewed. And so... I want you to get to that point to say, God, I want you to use me, not just in the season where I am, but I want, I, want to, I want to be fully in the promises that you have for me, fully in it. And when I get to that promise, when I get to that stage or when I get to the nations or, or wherever, you know, wherever you're called to go, you don't embarrass God and you don't embarrass yourself. And all those old wounds and all those old things that you indulge in is not in, in your desires anymore. Because you've been purged, you've been cleansed, you've been sanctified, you've been refined. And so you have to come to that point and say, God, I do want to get to that place that you want. You, you see me. Because while, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While you are still yet sinner, Christ still saw something in you to make you who he wants you to be. But you, you got to start somewhere. And in this season that you're starting, God want to grow you. He want to take some things out of you. And so you have to decide that you want to be free. So this is the stepping in stone. It's saying, God, I want your promises. I want the fear of God in me. I want to do right. And actually doing it. Making up your mind. It all starts with the mind. Nobody can do anything on, unless they make up their mind that they, it, it can be done. Everything that you see in this world that people invented, they had to make up their mind. They had to motivate themselves every day. They had to encourage themselves every time that it can be done. And so that's all part of setting it in stone. That it can be done. If, if somebody else was able to overcome that, you can overcome that. If I was able to overcome lust and, and dressing seductively, you can overcome it too. 
it is very possible. It's more than possible. Because the Christ in you is the hope of glory. The greater in you than he that is in the world. So you have to welcome God back inside of you. So you repent and say, Lord, I want to welcome you back in me to rule over my life. Let no sin rule over me. Right? And so with all of that, I want you to listen to this Bible verse. You already listened to these Bible verses. But I want you to listen to these specific Bible verses because I want you to get that conviction in your heart. There's a, 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 a part in a certain, a certain place that you have to be to get certain deliverance. Honestly, you can't just come in halfway. And so I have these Bible verses that I want to read to you and explain to you the, 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 the ungodliness of fornication, masturbation, pornography, lust, and all of that perversion. So that you have that conviction in you, that fear of God to come upon you. Then after that, I'm going to pray deliverance for you. And you could get a, you know, yourself ready, okay? Put some worship on in the background. So let's listen to this song, and then you're going to listen to the Bible verses. I want to read these Bible verses. Um, I want to read these Bible verses. Um, it says 15 Bible verses to fight lust, okay? The Word of God is strong. And so as I read these Bible verses, I just want you to just listen and let it let it speak to you, okay? Before we go into the teaching, I want to lay down a foundation of the Word of God. Proverbs 5, 18 to 19. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breast fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. This seemed like a strange verse to talk about sexual, temp sexual temptation. But this says, it says what? Let your wife, the wife, in, you know, rejoice in the wife of your youth. So every time you're trying to have a sexual encounter with somebody, you know, are you ask yourself, if you're a woman, is this my husband? That I'm, I'm rejoicing or having a, a, a time of intimacy with. Ask yourself, is this, is this my wife if you're a man? Because if it's not, then you're going against this word of God here. Okay? Lamentations 3, 25 to 27. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. This is talking about the Lord being your portion. The Lord being the one that you hope in. The Lord being the one that never ceases. That you have your mercy from. And so you might feel like you have this heavy burden on you. I want you to wait quietly before the Lord, that He's your salvation. That if, if He saved you and gave you salvation through Jesus Christ, then He can save you from this. 
1 Peter 3.15 In your hearts regard Christ, the Lord, as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. When you look at yourself, you dress yourself. When you look at yourself and you dress yourself, you have to regard that you, in your heart, you regard Christ as holy. And you're always preparing yourself to defend the gospel. To, to defend the gospel. And so the way that you present yourself, nobody might ask you, are you defending the gospel? Or you, 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 know, you know Jesus. But just the way you dress, just the way you, you handle yourself, what you listen to. Because when you people are around you, what you listen to, they hear it. What you, t- what you say about what you, how your conversation is, if it's always sexual, they hear it. Are those defending the gospel? You know, it's not just what you do in secret, but what you do out there. That's why I always say that, you know, um, rap music is a doorway to sex, to drugs, because they, 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 they think about those things. Second Peter 3, 10 to 14. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Therefore, be, deli- be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace. Do you want to be masturbating? Are you being without blemish when you masturbate? When you watch porn? When you cheat on your wife or your husband? Or when you dress? Are you are you being without blemish, without spot? James 1, 14 to 15. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, gives brings forth death. That's how temptation works. It reminds you of your feeling that you had when you sinned. It, you know, the enemy doesn't expose the, the, the temptation right away. He, he brings it through feelings. The more you entertain the feeling, the more the feeling grows, the more you want it. Because when the desire is nurtured, it conceives, it gives birth. It, it's nurtured in your flesh, in your mind, in your eyes. You see, you see it, you want it. You see something, you want it. That's why I always say that if you're trying to stop pornography addiction, you have to stop Instagram. You have to stop Facebook. Because there are people out there that dress seductively that will be feeding you or you have to unfollow certain people okay just as king david you don't want to shrug the fire of lust you want to burn it out you want to pour water on it the water of the word on it so that it does not ablaze so that it does not increase in its growth Hebrews 2, 17 to 18. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself 
has suffered when tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted. And this was Jesus. You know, Jesus was tempted, but he never sinned. There are external voices, just like how the enemy came to Jesus and spoke to him. Sometimes those voices are within. Jesus was hungry when he fasted. He wanted he wanted to eat. The enemy said, "Hey, you want to turn these stones into bread?" What did Jesus say? Say to the enemy, "Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." Matthew 4, 1 to 13. And then we look at Romans 14, 21. It says, It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. What is this talking about? We want to be able to avoid sin and help other people avoid sin as well. We are not to help lead somebody into sinning by joking around or, you know, dressing a certain way or presenting them to be able to fall into temptation. You have to be mindful of your brother, what you're struggling with. If you know, you know, they are struggling, you're struggling with gluttony and they want to eat everything. You don't take them to, the, to a buffet. No. The same with yourself. You are your, your own brother as well. You are your own sister. You have to love yourself, not to lead yourself into temptation. So if you know you, if you go to this place or if you go to this website or if you go to this specific place, there are, there are certain restaurants I don't go to because I know the spirit there. Maybe, maybe that community has that spirit. So you have to ask yourself, maybe you go to a certain bar or a certain restaurant or, you know, you go to a certain place. Like Hooters, Hooters is a restaurant that women dress very seductively. I've never been there, but I've heard a lot of men love going there. Not because they have nice wings, but because the women dress very seductively. So if you know you go to Hooters, you're not going there to get wings. You're going there to look. You're going there to look. So why are you leading yourself into temptation? You're leading yourself to stumble. Matthew 5, 27 to 30 says, you have, heard that, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that, than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body go into hell. And this is not talking about cutting off your fingers and your toes and your eyes and all that. No, it's talking about doing that in the realm of the spirit. If you know that, you know, a certain man with, you know, all these muscles is running around in the neighborhood you don't drive in that direction. No, you take a different route and drive somewhere else to get to your destination. You take that member out of that. Because if you look at it, if you look at him sweating, you know, running around and you start looking and you keep looking and your your mind goes there. And then now you, you, you're thinking of yourself in the bedroom with him. You know, you don't know if he's married or not. You're going there. 
Or a man, if you know that a woman is dressed a certain way in aisle 15, you don't go to aisle 15. Even though you know you're supposed to go get something out aisle 15, you take your eyes somewhere else to a different aisle and get all you need in, in aisle 2, 3, 4. And then later on, you go back to aisle 15 when that woman is not there. So what I'm saying is that you have to be led. The Bible says in Romans 8 that, you know, those that are the sons of God are those that are led by the Holy Spirit. Galatians 6, 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. If you sow sex, sometimes you will reap STDs. You will reap baggages in marriage, guilt, conscience. You will, re you will reap, you know, deeper addiction to pornography and sex. If you sow, you know, watching porn, Every time you watch porn, you're, you're sowing something. You're sowing your time, your purity, your, your ears, your eyes on the Lord. You leave with guilt. You leave with, with feeling dirty. You, you leave with shame because you sowed something. There's an exchange. Never think that when you are sinning, there's no ex exchange. There is always an exchange. The enemy doesn't just take you one mile. He takes you the whole road. And so you have to remember, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He sees you whenever you, you look at that website. He sees you whenever you, you go and sleep with that woman or that man. He sees you when you're staring at that woman or that man in a lustful way. He sees it. There's a difference between looking one time and looking two times, three times, four times, five times. 1 Corinthians 6, 15 to 20. Do, not, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? He made you in his own image. You are not your own. You were, For you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. You were bought with the price. God made you just as he made himself. We are, we are the likeness of God. And so, when you're looking at pornography with your eyes, the eyes of God is looking at it. Think about that. When you dress and put on those outfits that are lustful, you're putting lustful dresses on the body of God. And you're seated in heavenly places with lust clothes on. Do you want to be seated in heavenly places with lust clothes on? No. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You are no longer the old you. When you, when you gave your life to Jesus, the old you has passed away. Do not be enslaved by the yoke of bondage anymore. Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. You got to repent and change. 
You gotta ask yourself to confess. And when you confess, you feel better. You gotta pray and remind each other of the word of God. He, that's what it says in Hebrews. James 4, 6. James 4, 6. It says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You gotta humble yourself, repent, and pray. And God will forgive you. David did that. David did that in Psalms 32. He says, "Blessed is the one who whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity." You will never feel worthy unless you confess and you repent, and that comes with humility. Matthew 5:8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. If your heart is not pure, you will not see God. If you keep allowing the enemy to tempt you to sin and watch porn and masturbate, your heart is not pure. Your heart is sinful. And you're like, wait, I can't see God. I can't feel God. I can't sense the Holy Spirit. He's there. But you are not seeing him because your, your heart is not pure to see him. He never left. The Holy Spirit never leaves. You just get distant. Ephesians 1, 19 to 21. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. So know that what you are struggling with, God is powerful, has authority, rules, and power, and dominion over it. So the lust and the porn and the masturbation, he has power over it. So you have to look to him to get deliverance. That is where it comes from. Let us listen to this song by All Nations Worship. All right, so you listen to the Bible verses. Now I want you to get yourself ready. I want you to put some worship music that you know can cultivate the atmosphere for you. Something that maybe instrumental worship or um, some type of worship music around you, okay? And I want you to put on your full armor of God. Put on the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name. Say, I put on the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. In Jesus' name, I put on the belt, the belt, the belt of truth. In Jesus' name, I put on the shoes of peace. In Jesus' name, I pick up my shield of faith to quench every single fiery darts of the enemy, and I pick up my sword, which is Your Word. In the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, I ask You to send Your deliverance angels and Your healing angels into the room where my sister or my brother is at this moment. I ask you, the Lord, you will saturate that place and the atmosphere with the blood of Jesus. That everything that is in that place that is, is, is a hindrance and is a blockage, God, for deliverance to happen for your child, be removed in the name of Jesus. I ask the Lord, your fire will be upon this person and upon that room. I apply the blood of Jesus over the walls, the, ce the ceiling, the floors, and everything in that place in the name of Jesus. I pray. Now, Lord, your angels of deliverance will come and help with this, Lord. I pray, Vina, Lord, 
Let the blood of Jesus saturate the atmosphere. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in the room at this moment, in this place. And I ask the Lord, you will saturate your, your children with your blood. In the name of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus. And so I want you to say this after me, okay? I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, I repent from entertaining the spirit of lust, perversion, homosexuality, of sex, premarital sex, of pornography, all forms of pornography, of fornication, of masturbation. I repent from all of it in the name of Jesus. I am sorry, Lord, and I repent. I humbly repent from it. In the name of Jesus, I renounce, say it after me, I renounce all sexual sins that I have been involved in, in the past, including masturbation, perversion, fantasy, daydreaming, adultery, pornography, fornication, and all the lights of lust. In the name of Jesus, I break all curses of adultery, perversion, fornication, lust, incest, rape, molestation, flashbacks, recalls, illegitimacy, harlotry, polygamy. In the name of Jesus and all the likes and, and all the likes of lust of the spirit of sexual sin. In the name of Jesus, I command all spirits of lust, sexual sin, perversion to come out of my stomach, come out of my tongue, come out of my eyes, come out of my teeth, come out of my saliva, come out of my hands, come out of my ears, come out of my nose, come out of my lips, come out of my skin, come out of my genitals, come out of my eyes, come out of my mind, come out of my mouth, come out of my blood, come out of my feces, come out of my sexual parts, come out of my sexual organs, come out of my sexual fluids in the name of Jesus. I repent and I present my body to the Lord as a living sacrifice, as according to Romans 12, 1. In the name of Jesus, my members are the members of Christ. I will not let them be the members of a harlot. I will not let them be the members of lust and perversion. And, homo and homosexuality, and pornography, and fornication, and masturbation. In the name of Jesus, as according to 1 Corinthians 6, 15. In the name of Jesus, I release the fire of God to burn out all unclean lust, 
from my life. In the name of Jesus, I break all ungodly soul ties with former lovers and sexual partners, known or unknown. In the name of Jesus, I cast out all spirits of loneliness that will drive me to ungodly sexual relationships, behaviors, indulgence. And desires in the name of Jesus. I command all spirits of hereditary lust from my ancestors to come out of me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I cast out all spirits of loneliness that will drive me to ungodly thoughts and desires. In Jesus' name, I command. All spirits of witchcraft that work with lust to leave me now in Jesus' name. I command all spirits of witchcraft through food, through water, through contact, through encounter, through words of agreement, through deeds, through works, through conversation, to leave me now. In Jesus' name, I take authority over my thoughts, and I bind, dismantle, and command all spirits of fantasy and lustful thinking to leave. In the name of Jesus, I surrender my thoughts, my mind, my brain, my subconscious, Unconscious, I surrender every part of my mind, my brain, my thoughts to you, Jesus, to you, Holy Spirit, to you, Jehovah. In the name of Jesus, I cast out all marriage-breaking spirits of adultery, of lust that will break covenants, that will break godly covenants. In the name of Jesus, because your word says, "The Lord." Whatever the Lord has, whatever the Lord has joined together, let no man separate. The man and wife that God has joined together, let no man separate. So I will not separate it. In Jesus' name, I cast out and I loose myself from any and all spirit spouses, marine spirits, and spirits of incubus and succubus, out of me, out of my life. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go. I cast out all spirits of perversion, including Moabites and Ammonite spirits of lust, to leave now. In Jesus' name, I receive the spirit of holiness from you, Lord, that the holiness of the Holy Spirit will fill my life to walk in sexual purity. In every area of my life, in Jesus' name, as according to Romans one four. In the name of Jesus and the power of the blood of Jesus, I loose myself from the spirit of the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. In the name of Jesus and the and by the blood of Jesus, I loose. Myself, from the spirit of the world, the lust of the flesh, 
and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. I lose myself from the lust of the eyes. I lose myself from the lust of the eyes. In the name of Jesus, I lose myself from the lust of the eyes. In the name of Jesus, I lose myself from the lust of the flesh. In the name of Jesus, I lose myself from the lust of the eyes. In the name of Jesus, I overcome the world through the power of the Holy Spirit. As according to 1 John 2.16. As according to 1 John 2.16. I am crucified with Christ. I mortify my members with Christ. I am crucified with Christ in the name of Jesus. And I become one with Jesus Christ. I do not let sin reign in my body. And I will not obey its lust. As according to Romans 6, 6, 12. I will not obey its desires in the name of Jesus. And so I decree this verse, this Bible verse over myself. And you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them. And that you and that you may not follow the hollow tree to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now I just want you to receive. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of lust, of perversion, of fornication, of masturbation, of pornography to leave this person right now. I command you to leave them. They have renounced you. They have repented. They don't want you in them anymore. And so in the name of Jesus and through the blood of Jesus, I command you to go. I stand on Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I have given you authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the kingdom of darkness and nothing by any means will ever hurt you. And so by the blood of Jesus, I command you foul spirits of lust, perversion, homosexuality, pornography, masturbation, ancestral desires, fornication, 
same sex marriage lust of the eyes lust of the flesh pride of life lust of the world to get out of them now in Jesus name God I ask you to send your angels to do a work in them Holy Spirit minister to them where they are right now minister to them in the name of Jesus if you want to puke, puke. If you want to burp, burp. Let it out. In Jesus' name. Let it out. Start yawning. Start trying to yawn. Burp. Fart. Cough. Sneeze. Cry. Puke. Some of you will feel like you need to pee. People who go through... Sexual, de sexual desires and sexual sin deliverance, they normally pee or they let something out of their sexual organs. Some of you might have to literally do the, do, the, do the number two because sometimes, like I said, like when we prayed, there are witches that do send sexual sin through food. That's why... I don't eat from anybody, just anybody, okay? I already did, you know, deliverance for um, Jezebel and witchcraft. Like, you have to be careful where you eat, okay? Pray over your food. And if you don't feel right about eating from somebody, don't eat it. Because sexual sins can come through witchcraft. So some of you might have to go and literally poop, okay? Whatever your body is trying to do, let it, let it out. Do not, do not yawn and cover your mouth. No, don't do that. Yawn and let it out. And so after you yawn, Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill every place that are empty. I, I want you to say, Holy Spirit, I surrender every empty space in me, every empty place in me that the Spirit has left, and I surrender it back to you. I surrender it to you, Holy Spirit. I surrender it to you, Jesus. I surrender it to you, Jehovah. I ask you, God, to fill it with the Holy Spirit. I ask you, Lord, to fill it with your oil. Fill these places. Leave no place empty in me, Lord. And so, Lord, I pray you fill each and every one of them completely. And now I want, to, I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, I shut every door. That was open to this to sexual sins. I shut the door that was open to pornography addiction. I shut the door that was open to masturbation. I shut the door that was open to fornication. I shut the door that was open to homosexuality, to sexual desires and fantasies. In the name of Jesus, I shut the door that was open to witchcraft through sexual sins. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, please fill them again. Now I want you to pray and ask God to shine the light of Jesus in your home and command every spirit that came out to leave your house. If you have anointed oil, I want you to anoint your house, your, your place. Anoint it. And ask God to send his angels to cleanse your house. You can pray and Pray and say, God, in the name of Jesus, I command every spirit that came out of me 
or every spirit in this house that is not of God to leave now. I do not want you here. I lose the blood of Jesus against you. I lose the fire of God against you. And I command you to go and do not come back in Jesus' name. Lord, please send your angels to guard and protect the houses of your people in Jesus' name. And every doorpost that was open to the enemy, in the name of Jesus, let it be shut in Jesus' name. I hear the Lord saying unforgiveness. If you're somebody that's dealing with unforgiveness, you have to you have to forgive right now. Right now. Say, Lord, I forgive everyone that has hurt me, that has used me. I repent for holding on to unforgiveness, and I release each and every one of them from my heart, my mind, my soul, my spirit. I release them in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so the episode for today is all done. I hope that you feel lighter. You feel like a brand new person. Remember that the old has passed away. You are a new creation. If you need to rededicate your life to God, just do it right now. Say, Lord, I rededicate my life to you. Thank you for sending your son to die for me, to die on the cross. And on the third day, he rose up. And so I surrender my life back to you for you to be the headship of my life, Jesus. For the Holy Spirit to be my my teacher, my comforter, and my helper. And for you, Lord, to be the I am of my life. The Lord, the sovereignty of my life. Let no sin rule over me, Lord. I put away all darkness and I put on the, the shield of the light of Jesus. The armor of the light of Jesus, I put it on. And I ask you to continue to lead me to order my steps from this day going forward. In the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. You should have said, you know, the um, salvation prayer before deliverance. But if you did it, you can just go back and, and do deliverance again. If you, if you feel led, if you feel like you need to do it again. Just continue to pray as, as many times as you feel like you, you need to pray this deliverance prayer. Do it. Okay. Um, you are free. Who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. Do not go back to the yoke of bondage. Remove all of those things from your sight. Okay. Delete that man's number. If he want to have sex with you, you are not a car for him to test drive you. No sis, no queen. You are somebody's wife. And if he thinks that you are his wife, then he needs to behave like you are his, like, like you are, you know, his wife. He needs to behave like you are, you know, the future wife that he's praying for. So you need to text your boyfriend and tell him, no more sex until marriage. You need to text your girlfriend, if you're a guy, and tell her no more sex until marriage. And if they say no, then you tell them deuces. Okay? You cannot, you cannot, <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for? You, you cannot keep people in your life 
and lose your anointing, lose your purpose, lose your promises of God. Okay? Remove those porn sites, delete them, get get a they have those like what's it called? Like you can block certain sites from your computer or your phone. Go get it. Get you a buddy to help you stay focused. Get you a calendar every day. Take it off. Thank you, Lord, for helping me overcome this today. Pray against temptations before you step out there. If you need to step out and and stop stop your Instagram account because that's where you get tempted, remove it. And if you are not married and you're or if you're married and you're cheating on your spouse, you need to stop. Remove that person from your call list. Block them. Okay? You don't want to submit to temptations because it will give birth to sin and sin birth death. Also, remember to surrender your senses to the Lord, your eye gates, your ear gates, your nose gate, your mouth gates. Surrender all of those back to God. Say, God, I surrender my mouth gates, my eye gates to you, my ear gates, my, you know, all my senses. I surrender it back to you. You be the one in charge of it. In Jesus' name, no longer am I submitting any of those to the enemy. And ask the Lord to increase your conviction so that you get convicted easily when you are around certain things that could snare you and cause you to fall into temptation again. So this ends today our teaching and our deliverance session. The only way to stay delivered is to continue to seek the Lord and get closer to Him. He is the vine. We are the branches. We cannot bear fruit without abiding in Him. So abide in the Lord. I hope you have a blessed week. And remember, you are new. You are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, you are new. And God is doing new things in your life. Congratulations on your freedom. Continue to walk on the path on the path of the narrow road. Remove the friends, the, the people around you, and ask God to send you the right people so you can live in purity and in modesty. Have a great day. Keeping up.
Stands for generations, to generations.